From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today is Paul Krozak, CQ Roll Call's senior budget reporter. Thanks for being here again, Paul. David, thanks for inviting me. And we're looking at a big week in the Senate that will really test how much bipartisan cooperation still exists. Because after weeks of stalemate, Senate Republican leaders are finally going to try to pass some long-delayed spending bills for the fiscal year that began on October 1st. Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, announced plans to bring two spending packages to the floor this week. First is a bundle of domestic spending bills and then a defense funding package. But it's far from clear the Democrats are willing to cooperate as the battle over funding for a border wall is still raging. So, Paul, what's McConnell's strategy here? Well, he he wants to pass some of these appropriations bills, obviously. And the and really the defense bill um, is the highest priority of, of Republicans and of, of President Trump as well. So how do you get the defense bill across the Senate floor? So McConnell's plan is um, sort of um, give something to the Democrats, which is let's Put, put the domestic package on the floor first. We don't know uh, what spending bills it's going to include, but... Uh, but there are, there are a lot of domestic bills that actually have strong bipartisan support, right? That's right. And so this domestic package would include at least some of those bills, um, perhaps agriculture, transportation, HUD, some yeah. other bills. Um, so, so that package um, could pass. Um, and then once that passes, then the next step will be the motion to proceed to a package including the defense bill. We're sure the defense bill is going to be in it. We're not sure what other bills right. might be in it. Um, but as you said, um, how do you get Democratic agreement on that? Um, Democrats previously blocked the defense appropriations bill from coming to the floor. Yeah, just a month ago. And, of course, the reason they're blocking it is not so much what's in the defense bill, but what's not in the defense bill, which is they are trying to protest Trump's border wall plan, which, of course, they hate. And Trump is trying to divert military money to the border wall. And Democrats want to see some kind of provision in there that would block that transfer. Right, right. And so in Republicans um, do not want language that would block transfers from the defense bill to the wall. Um, In the House, in the House passed defense bill, um, in in, in those bills, those bills block any transfers from defense. Right. The the House bills are written by Democrats, and so they've they've, uh, laid it on the line here and are trying to block Trump. But in the Senate, you need bipartisan cooperation to advance bills, and we have this standoff, and that's why this is a real test this week for bipartisan cooperation. I mean, do you see I, – I, right now looking at it, I don't really see how that gets resolved, Paul. I don't see I, – I, it seems like it's still a standoff. Well, I agree. Um, I, an issue here is that at some point the House and Senate 
defense bills have to be conferenced. And so, so Republicans uh, logically are going to resist any curbs on transfers in the Senate bill because if you have a Senate and a House bill going to conference and they both have limits on transferring money to the wall, well, then that bill would <clears throat> logically, the conference version would likely block these transfers and the, the uh, President Trump is um, uh, completely against the idea of blocking this reprogramming. Um, and eventually there might be some kind of agreement, but, but certainly the Trump administration is not going to, the White House is not going to agree to drop the reprogramming authority at this early stage. Sure, which, which is why this standoff still persists. Um, so it's not clear to me how McConnell thinks this package is going to move forward on the floor. I guess he's hoping to just build enough goodwill with the first package of less controversial bills um, that if that passes, maybe he's hoping Democrats will finally agree to move forward on defense. But I don't. it's not clear to me what incentive they have to do that at that point. Well, it's certainly possible that they could reach an agreement. Um, remember, this is a first step because ultimately, to become law, the bill is going to have the bills are going to have to be conferenced between the House and the Senate. Um, but I mean, it, it, McConnell, by doing this, will be showing that you know that Republicans at least uh, want to pass these appropriations bills, and, and let's say the domestic package passes, the two parties work together. But then if Democrats block the defense bill um, uh, in package, uh, McConnell will be able to say, well, you know, we, we did our part, but, you know, Democrats are still holding up this process. Yeah. It forces the, it puts them on the spot on the record, I guess. But it, um, boy, it's, that's a tough one to solve because neither side is willing to give in at this point. And then we should say, we don't know what else is going to be in this defense package yet, but, but the other big bill hanging out there is the biggest non-defense bill, which is labor HHS education. And that has its own problems. That the, the, the Appropriations Committee blocked that earlier because Democrats want this amendment on abortion policy and Republicans aren't willing to play on that. Right. Um, the the um, de Democrats want to get rid of um, abortion uh, restrictions, which are currently in the that that law, the Labor Health Human Services. Yeah, it's the, what law. they call the the gag rule, where um, the Trump administration wants to block any federal funding for groups that that provide counseling or referrals on abortion, and of course, Democrats want to overturn that policy. Republicans say. Their Democratic amendment would be a poison pill, and, and the bipartisan budget deal we did this summer prohibits poison pills, and Democrats reject that argument. So that's a whole standoff on its own, and I'm not clear that they've resolved that mess either. Um, so it's not clear to me that th th this this huge labor HHS bill can pass either at the moment. And if if that gets attached to the defense measure, boy, that's another whole set of problems. Right, and so this uh, the poison pill provision that you mentioned when the uh, when the budget deal raising the spending caps was negotiated, there is that basically this sort of written addendum, this handshake agreement that um, that if there are any poison pills in any of these uh, bills, that 
They, uh, they have to be agreed to by, the, uh, by Republicans and Democrats and the White House. But so what the argument has become now, uh, as you said, is what is a poison pill? And Republicans are saying uh, that, you know, what you Democrats want to do in this bill is a poison pill, and Democrats are saying, no, it's not a poison pill. Um, keep in mind the, um, the White House um, in the past indicated that it would be okay with a continuing resolution, which would, which would continue spending at 2019 levels throughout 2020. Now, um, uh, most Republicans and Democrats don't want that. Um, I mean, they negotiated the budget deal so that they could spend more, both defense and domestic. Uh, but there, there is the possibility that, um, that, you know, I mean, if they can't reach agreement on these bills, ultimately they could default to a year-long continuing resolution. Yeah, which nobody wants. Um, but there, there's trying to make headway here, which was the, the – the striking thing about this coming week is that they're, they're really trying to get get these bills passed. I mean, the Senate has passed none of the 12 annual bills so far. So now in this one final thrust, McConnell is pushing to the floor, we don't know how many, but a lot of them, um, in this gambit that, that suddenly bipartisan cooperation is going to spring forward and, <laughs> and get this done. Um, well, the, Senator McConnell clearly wants to pass some appropriations bills, and the, uh, the appropriators, uh, both uh, the Republican and Democratic appropriators, want to pass some bills. Um, and the White House does have some leverage here, because if they, if they default to a continuing resolution, um, continuing spending at 2019 levels, um, that basically preserves all of the riders that are already in the yeah. the appropriations law, and it does not allow new riders to come into the appropriations law. So, the so the White House has some leverage, and all may not be for naught this week. I mean, that first package of bills may be not controversial, and so we may see some partial progress, and that package might actually pass. Right? I mean. The Appropriations Committee passed, I think, eight of their bills with, with near-unanimous support. So, so we may see partial progress this week at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I would expect that that first package will pass. Mm -hmm. So the big question is what happens with the second package. Um, and if the second package is blocked, um, do, you, do you see the first package of bills being conferenced between the House and Senate? I guess I don't because I, I would think that Republicans in, this, in the Senate would hold up that first package if they don't have an agreement on defense because their top priority is defense. Yeah, although the real action here is actually not these bills because we know that appropriators behind the scenes are already trying to reconcile the competing House and Senate bills in terms of their overall spending allocations. Right. They're trying to come up with some compromise allocations uh, to make real progress on getting a final spending deal. Now, there's no there's no word of a of a of a new compromise yet. Do you expect to see one soon, Paul? Or you probably not? Well, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, ultimately, you're going to have to have that. Yeah. But you really you need to you need to figure out reach a compromise on wall funding um, in order to figure out how much you're going to have in the uh, Homeland Security bill. 
Um, so, um, so before they before they can pass all the bills, they're going to need to agree on common allocations, at, at least in the Senate. Um, but uh, yeah, you know the uh, the House and the Senate have been trading offers back and forth to try to reach common agreement on these allocations between the House and Senate, and they aren't there yet. And one complicating factor, too, is the House passed most of its bills already last summer, about 10 of the bills, but those all need a rewrite because they would now bust the spending caps that were part of the new bipartisan budget deal from the summer that set overall spending limits. So the bills they passed aren't exactly realistic, and now House Democrats have to go back and and cut about $20 billion out of non-defense spending. So that's no easy task, and they have to get agreement with the Senate on what these new allocations can be. Um, so that that could really hold things up too. Um, so, so where are we? So we may have partial progress this week on a, at least a few of the bills uh, that that come out of the that come off the Senate floor, and then and then we don't know where we are. Right now, we know that the current continuing resolution, which is funding the government in this new fiscal year, which began October 1st, that continuing resolution runs until November 21, and then it expires. So clearly, Congress will have to pass another continuing resolution, probably going toward just before Christmas, while they continue to try to reach agreement on these things. The, the other thing in the background is the impeachment inquiry, and a lot of people think that the House is very likely to vote to impeach President Trump, and then that goes to the Senate, um, and then the Senate would decide whether or not to convict President Trump. But um, Well, once we get to an impeachment trial, if we do, the Senate will have no time to take up spending bills. Right. That's almost a given. That's right. That, that, that's a given. So when does this all get finished up? Um, I mean, I could yeah. easily see this going into next year, yeah. which is an election year. So it's looking messy. All right. Well, so we'll see how cooperative the Senate proves to be this week, and CQ will be covering it all for you. That does it for us today. If you have any questions or comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us an email it's cqpodcast at cqrollcall.com. The CQ Budget Podcast is produced by CQ Roll Call, a leader in nonpartisan political and policy news and analysis for more than 70 years. CQ Roll Call is part of Fiscal Note, a global technology and media company. My thanks again to Paul Krozak, our senior budget reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Paul. And thank you, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or just Google the phrase CQ Budget Podcast. See you next week.